Have you ever wondered who are the artists who paint the murals at the Bondi Seawall? In this Arts Wednesday podcast series, we meet the mural artists who've come from all over the world and around Australia to adorn the seawall at Bondi Beach with colourful, thoughtful and sometimes provocative public art. on the seawall today is Zachary Bennett Brook. Hey Zach, how are you going? Yeah, good thanks, and you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Now look, yeah, I'm looking at your mural down here at the Bondi Seawall, and it's a very Aboriginal picture, you know, the symbolism's all very Aboriginal. There's beautiful colours, there's blues, there's oranges. So what's the story behind it? Yeah, so I'm a proud Indigenous man. I'm born and raised on Darrell land, which is Wollongong, and my Indigenous heritage is Torres Strait Islander, so I've got those really strong connections to the water. Oh, yeah. And so that artwork is what I call um, travelling, the current one that's on there, mm-hmm. and it's about our journey through life and how we're all connected to sort of one another around us and how the water plays such a large role in connecting us all locally and around the globe internationally as well. Okay then. So um, the, the colours, what do the, what the colours symbolise? They're just, uh, I mean they're beautiful colours, it really stands out. Yeah, so obviously um, they're really nice and vibrant. With my work I like to play on our um, natural environment around us. So I use a lot of purples which sort of reflect sunrise and sunset, beautiful times of day. I love to see the sun rising and setting. And then I often use different uh, turquoises and blues throughout just reflecting off the water. And then always on a bold black background just makes all the colours that little bit more vibrant and they just pop. Mm, yeah. So when you get to, how do you get your work up onto the wall? Do you have you worked it out before you go? I mean, I've seen a lot of your murals on your website, uh, saltwaterdreamtime.com, and you use sort of similar themes over and over again. So how do you get them up on the wall? Do you you work it, sketch it out first, and then you just freehand paint it when you get there? What do you do? Yeah. I work very organically, so I always like to look at a space beforehand to sort of get an idea. Bondi Seawall is a, it's a nice, um, yeah, very smooth canvas to work on. Having got any windows or downpipes or anything like that to play around with, but for <laughs> me, yeah, I, I have a look at the space first, and I've got a rough idea of a design generally in mind. But I don't like to draft anything out. I like it to sort of grow and flow organically. That way, it just sort of it just yeah, you let the paintbrush just take you on the journey as well. Okay, so it's basically freehand then? Yeah, exactly. Mm. So all the circles are all freehand. All my lines are all, yeah, freehand. It's, I might use a bit of chalk to sort of map out where a colour is going to go. Mm-hmm. I use a lot of sort of painting by numbers <laughs> with a lot of my work. <laughs> so people will look at it and they'll be like, why is there ones through to fives? And I go, oh, that's so instead of writing light blue, dark blue, shade right. three of blue, four of blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> each one's just a different number. So uh, what sort of paints do you use? Do you use acrylics or do you use aerosol or a combination of both? I'm the most unarty artist when it comes to paint. <laughs> um, forever, I used to use just sample pots that I got from Bunnings. And um, yeah. so over, over the years, I've been painting for 10 years now. It's obviously evolved. So I use a lot of aerosols um, for my line work to get nice straight lines. But then mm. I use exterior house paint. So especially on something like the Bondi Seawall, it gets max exposure from all the elements down there. Oh, yeah. So Stop you want to use see. something. Yeah. yeah, you want to use something that's going to hold up over time. Yeah. So exterior house paint does the trick. So who, has any artists or designers inspired you over the years or did you just you just uh, form um, your, own, your own work? Yeah, obviously when I started being Indigenous, I've seen Indigenous art all my life and so it's something I've been attracted to. 
Um, and it's always just been around. But for me, it was about branching out and sort of making my own niche and, yeah, telling my own personal stories through my art. Mm-hmm. But I get inspiration from everyone from photographers who are able to catch amazing shots to singer-songwriters who can portray such feelings mm-hmm. through their music. It's pretty much all the arts I gain inspiration from. It's not just like one person or one style per se. It's just everything, finding those little things that, you can then take and infuse within your art and your style to make it your own. Mm. So did you, um, were you painting as a little kid or did you, your parents or your family uh, sort of inspire you to get going? Yeah, I've always sort of been creative. Um, my mum is now a principal, but at the time when I was younger, she was an English history drama teacher. It's mm-hmm. a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, um, yeah. And so with the drama side of things, she always encouraged um, yeah, my, my sister and I to be creative. And so I've always had a paintbrush or a pencil or something in my hand, just drawing and doodling and sketching around. And then, yeah, over time that's gone from, um, yeah, small pieces of paper to canvases to then surfboards I paint on to then Mm -hmm. huge huge walls and everything in between. Mm. So did you you spend much time on country? Have you had that sort of initiation into country and the meaning of it or have you been stuck in Wollongong? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it's interesting. So my great-grandfather was from Torres Strait Islands. I personally have never been back up there. Um, That's as far as my family, most of them either live in Durrell country, Wollongong, mm-hmm. or Bundjalung country up in Lismore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, as a young boy, I used to spend a lot of time between the two. But for me now, with a young family myself, Wollongong's home base. Mm. So um, I've seen, as I said on your website, uh, saltwaterdreaming.com, you've done thousands of murals. I reckon there's probably not a school in New South Wales that hasn't got <laughs> your artwork on it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's actually sort of how I got into it all. I'm a trained teacher. So oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a trained high school PE teacher yeah. and gave that up 10 years ago. I thought, you know what, I'm passionate about my art. I want to turn this into a career and I want to educate in a different way. So mm. rather than being in the classroom, I'm outside painting on walls. I'm still connecting with students and people and everyone around. And I'm yeah sharing my story and my journey and yeah, sort of making it brighter along the way. But yeah, as you said, there's yeah, probably not too many schools around, especially the Sydney <laughs> area, that yeah. haven't got a little bit of my art in it. Yeah, I know. Um, so when you're doing these um, murals at the schools, you get the, these kids involved or it's basically you just go in there and paint it and then they come and say, what are you doing, mister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more so the latter. Um, generally because I'll use a combination of aerosols and things, but it's often mm. about sort of changing the stigma. As soon as you get some spray cans out, everyone's like, oh, graffiti. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, it's, it's straight art. There's more to it than that. Let's have a conversation. And so then, yeah, I'll sort of have a little audience and I'll explain the significance of what I'm doing. And But with in terms of engagement with students, a lot of the time it will be prior to the actual artwork being created mm-hmm. i get the engagement through sort of they'll pick different designs and then i'll tell them the symbolism the depth behind it and what goes into it and then they might suggest colors and so on and so forth and yeah we go that way about the inclusion rather than actually the physical painting hmm. so you said this um, before we went on air yeah, this isn't the first mural you've done on the bondi seawall so how many how many are we up to now I think this is number two or number three. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, yeah, so I'm not surprised you've lost count. Yeah, I painted a couple. So I did my first one years and years ago, and it was actually one of my very first um, artwork, my first murals in general. Um, wow. And I, from memory, it took me about two, three days. I drove up and, and parked in Bondi and oh. paid a small fortune and painted yeah. <laughs> it all day and then drove back home to Wollongong and came back up. And, yeah, yeah it was amazing because obviously that being Bondi is such a large um, – 
a variety of people coming through. I had a chance to chat with people all day. So yeah. you don't really get a chance to get stuck into the zone as such, but mm-hmm. you constantly have people asking what you're doing. But that's the beauty of street art and public art is having those conversations along the way. Yeah. So something we ask everybody on the Bondi Seawall is what do you like about Bondi? What, what brought you here to do this your work? Um, I think it's uh, – for me, obviously, A, being close to water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> water is something that resonates strongly with me, as I'm sure listeners have probably heard through this. Yep. But then, um, obviously, Bondi as well, being such an international location. Um, and when you ask people around the world, what do you think of the beaches of Australia? They'll just go Bondi or Gold Coast, but Bondi is generally number one. Yeah, and so, yeah, obviously, having contemporary Indigenous art down at Bondi, Bondi is such a um, beautiful area. It just, yeah, it was something that really. Yeah, I thought it stuck out and was something unique. Yeah, worth um, painting a wall on. Um, yeah, you, definitely. <laughs> I think you've already answered the question talking about the parking, but is there anything you don't like about Bondi? Yeah, definitely parking. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's like every, even in Wollongong, they've tried to introduce what they are at the moment, time parking and paid parking. It just seems such a... And nuisance at times, you go to enjoy such a beautiful free thing like the ocean and our parks that are around, and yet you have to pay to be there. It's just, yeah, yeah. one of those silly things. It is one of those silly things. So um, you're really into the, the surf culture. You, you paint, uh, you do works on surfboards and fins. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's, yeah, tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, for me, that was sort of how I got into it all. When I first started, I was painting on canvases, and I thought, there's so many amazing Indigenous artists out there. How can I sort of set myself apart? And so I took a step back and I went, well, A, I'm Indigenous. B, I'm a surfer. I'm in the water as often as possible. Why don't I paint on old surfboards of mine? I've got a million laying around that they just go to landfill each year and take up space when they're dumped. Hmm. So I thought, they're the perfect canvas. Give them a second life, bring them back to life, add an artwork on it and display it on a wall. And so I started painting on boards and, yeah, that sort of just took off. Okay. So they they used as surfboards or were they all just uh, artworks for the wall? Uh, 50-50, so okay. <laughs> sort of a mixed bag. Half, Over half are probably purely just for display. I yeah. always ask customers and people first, I go, what are your intentions? Is it just uh, a wall piece, a special one to hang up, or are you going to want to surf? And so that then I figure out if I'm going to paint the top or the bottom of the board. So if it's um, okay. an artwork, I paint the deck. Yep. If it's going to be surfed on, there's no use painting the deck. The artwork's going to get trashed and covered in wax. Yeah, I was going I then to say, yeah. Bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and I do a slightly different process. I use a few different styles of paint rather than um, just your normal acrylics. I use some Posca markers, and then I seal it all in slightly differently, or else I'll team up with a shaper. Okay. Uh, yeah. you, you also do football, boots, and shoes. Wow. How did you get into that? <laughs> yeah, so obviously that came about um, – from memory, that was probably to do with um, an Indigenous round, how we have in the NRL, AFL, yep. pretty much all codes of sport have an Indigenous round now around an ADOC week or a conciliation week. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I had a few people reach out and say, hey, Zach, we've seen your artwork. Um, are we able to get some boots painted up or some footballs? And, yeah, I went, definitely let me have a trial and error first on yeah. <laughs> some of my own just to make sure I can actually do it. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, went from there. Wow, that's incredible. So your your work has been in um, in those uh, those no, uh, football rounds? Yeah, definitely. So it's been in different um, AFL and NRL rounds. I've also had the pleasure of painting um, basketball boots for the likes of Paddy Mills over playing in America and the yeah. basketball over there. So, cool. yeah, <laughs> all over it's taken me, which is lovely. You got any uh, future projects coming up that you can talk about that is, and, um, you're excited about? Um. Nothing huge at the moment, which is a nice change. It's sort of, um, like <laughs> have a rest. Got, 
Yeah, I've always got commissions coming in here and there, which is lovely. Um, but, yeah, I'm hoping just for this year, 2024, I'll be able to, um, yeah, do a few more walls. And as we were mentioning before, there might there's going to be a new round of artists going over the Bondi Sea walls. Yep. So, yeah, hopefully I will be able to reapply and get down there and create something nice and new. Excellent, excellent. So have you got any advice for young aspiring artists, people, kids who want to grow up and think, oh, look, I might have a career in, in art? Yeah, um, let your creativity flow. And so for me, it was all about finding myself, as I sort of said, um, developing my personal style and taking little bits and pieces that I really like of things that inspire me to then tell my own personal story and just going out there and not letting people shut you down and people say, oh, no, you have to do this. Like, it's your story. You're the only one that knows who you are and you're the best person to tell it. And so if that's through art, so be it and go and do you. Yeah, good, good, good advice. And if you could choose one song to play on the radio with this interview, what would it be? Ooh, uh, <laughs> it's hard to pick one. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to pick one. Yeah. Um, Buffalo Soldier by okay. Bob Marley. Yeah, bit of Bob Marley. Okay. Yep. <laughs> no worries. Okay. Zachary Bennett Brooke, good luck with your murals and your football boots and your surfboards and all the amazing work that you do. School murals, it's incredible. So um, thanks for joining us on the Bondi Seawall today. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. Buffalo soldier,